0: Welcome to the Super Bowl recap edition of J3G. My name is AJ, and I'm joined by Thomas and Q, per usual. And we have a special guest on today's show. He's easily one of the biggest Chiefs fans. Not only that we know that the world may not know yet, uh, we have Mr. Derek Bradford joining with us. Derek, welcome. by 90 himself.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Cox by 90. That's we. Super Bowl is over. We're riding with the GameCop Women's Basketball right now. All right. <laughs> big day.
0: And uh, so today's show will be dedicated to the Super Bowl and the topics surrounding the game. Maybe not uh, necessarily in the game, but also what circulated after the game as well. And to start off the show, what better way than Tom Brady just further simoting, cementing the cemoting cementing cementing his hey, well, goat titties. status <laughs> <laughs> so the question is should the number 12 be retired when tom brady retires
2: you know anybody want to start or you know absolutely you jump look, in? let's let's just rip the band-aid off real
1: quick that's that shouldn't be a question it's i mean if you look at what he's done over his career and i hate the man look i passionately hate tom brady and I will claim that that the number 12 should be retired across the NFL. What he's done for the standard of the sport, he's raised so far for quarterbacks, and he's done it now almost similar to LeBron going from the East to the West when everyone was like, the East is too easy. He went from the AFC, AFC East, which was considered one of the easiest divisions because of how the Patriots dominated it with Belichick and Brady, to now the NFC South, which was Drew Brees' division. So, he went into another Hall of Fame quarterbacks division and beat that Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks.
1: Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Of Fame quarterbacks. What a sure, second not one? Matt Ryan. I don't think that's a Teddy that Bridgewater, horrible, come on. But, <laughs> yeah, Teddy we'll Two see. Gloves. <laughs> You'll see. see. Teddy Two Gloves is a Hall of Famer for sure. Oh. But, yeah, he's just dominated at all aspects. And I, I passionately hate the man, and I would love to see it not happen, but you got to respect the man and what he's done. It's going to happen, and it should.
2: So, uh, I would like to see it retired by the whole league. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But the one thing I think they should do for sure is, like, I don't know if the Super Bowl MVP has a name to it, like how the NBA has, you know, the Finals MVP gets, you know, the Bill Rus- it's out there by Bill Russell. But the Super Bowl MVP should be renamed after Tom Brady. You know, last seven rings, five, five I did see, I did see
0: that discussion because it's the Pete Rosell trophy now.
2: Who's that?
0: So he yeah, already does so have a name. Pete Rozelle was it's one commissioner of the commissioner back in what, like the 80s, eighties, 90s? Oh.
2: Yeah, I, I think ahead. he was before Goodell. I think he was, he the was one before two, He was
0: two before Goodell.
2: Oh. But. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, just because it's so hard to get a whole league to retire a jersey. But. Sure. When when you look at everything he's done, you know definitely the Patriots are gonna retire his number. Now does the MVP Bucks might retire his number. Does the
0: MVP trophy have a name?
2: Like the regular season MVP? Yeah. No, it's just the MVP.
0: Or they could create a playoffs MVP trophy and name it after him. Yeah, kinda. I I mean We're talking about playoffs MVP. It might they, have to be Gronk if they don't retire the number twelve. They have to do something like an award, the same do, thing that they do for Hank Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see where you're going. Like I said,
2: I think the best thing to do would be to name the Super Bowl MVP the trophy after him.
0: <clears throat> I could see that, but I also just don't see them changing the name of a already named trophy.
1: I mean, the thing is, like nobody really knows the name. I think if it's something like this, where Brady created a whole new standard, I I really think they could change the name of that trophy, and no one would even bat an eye.
2: Yeah, I didn't I mean, know. I didn't know it had a name. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't even think Roselle's family would care. They'd be like, "Yeah, it makes
2: sense." <laughs> but,
3: but to retire a number across the league, I don't. I don't see that happening. Because what if he retires this offseason? season? So every player that wears number twelve in the league right now, i.e. Aaron Rodgers can't wear that number anymore
2: no no so what you would do is it would be how like um how baseball does it and if they retired it and rogers was still
0: in the league he could still keep it it's the same grandfather day right when they retired jackie robinson's number mariano rivera was number 42 and he was the last player to be number 42 and they let him keep it all the way until he retired so they anyone who's number it would just be new players right so say if Brady retired in two years, and they decided to retire his number with him. In the whole league, then anyone who has his number would be able to keep it. I, I, I can't see them telling if Aaron Rodgers is still there. I can't see them telling Rodgers like, "Hey, man, you got to pick a different
4: number." Yeah, hey <laughs> big guy. Yeah. I, don't <laughs> like, know. I would love,
1: you know, I would love to see him tell Rodgers to pick another number. <laughs> I would love to see you Rodgers' said. response to that. There's, Local there's only one twelve.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah right. You're yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gonna win, call him Dwayne. be like, hey Dwayne, look man, yeah. kind of rot number twelve down there. Yeah, he's
0: he's got his legacy, so he he can do whatever he wants. He's he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, no question, as well.
2: Like I said, but should it be retired eventually? Yeah, will it be retired? Probably not. Nah, I don't would. I, don't I think would be the best way to go with it. Yeah, at least in my opinion.
1: Also, it ain't gonna get retired under Goodell. Goodell hates that
2: name. I know, dude. It's so funny because ever since. Uh, the deflate, the deflate, inflation stuff. You know, he's had to go out there and walk that trophy to Brady three different times. Yep.
1: It's also during the gate, during that four game suspension, he was in Italy eating chicken wings off the jail's ass. <laughs> oh wow! That man was living. He said, "I, I don't care." He said, look, "I'm gonna be wrong." Go I
2: don't know if he was doing that. That man was probably watching every game, mad as shit.
1: <laughs> Bro, I I saw the picture Dizelle tweeted when it happened. That man was sitting over there chilling. Come on, look, like, you, look! You we're know those be, are throwbacks. We're cool. He said, "We may be zero and four right now, but it's fine. I'm gonna come back. We're gonna cakewalk to the playoffs, and that's exactly what happened." But, but I hated it every moment.
2: <laughs> it's you know, but that leads into another question of you know where, in terms of goats in sports, where where does that put him at now?
0: Mm. Goats in all of sports. So me I mean, personally, consensus, I, consensus would say number one. Team sports, I think, are separate than
1: yeah, team the, sports. The individual, individual, right? Yeah, because what Tiger and Serena have done in golf and tennis is just insane. And he got like even going back to like Jack Nicholas and Arnie Palmer in golf, like team sports alone, he's got to be a certified number one goat, and he has got to be in the conversation across the board. But definitely for team sports, he's he's the
3: goat. Yeah, I, me and Thomas was talking about this earlier. You can't compare team sports to individual sports because, yes, in individual sports you have you know, a a team, quotes around the team, but you're the only one out there. You decide your your outcome pretty much. Team That's sports, I mean, especially football, you have to count on twenty one other players, special teams, all this other stuff. So, I you can never to me you can never compare them. Like when they were showing Serena next to Tom Brady. I was like, that's a, that's a horrible comparison. Like, it's
4: so much. Like,
1: like I get it because we live in a comparison culture and that no matter what, you're always going to have people that even like with like Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, with Lamar Jackson, like after one year in their careers, they were automatically being compared to Tom Brady after one breakout year. Yeah. As we live really. in that comparison culture, so it's always going to happen even if the comparison is too early and shouldn't happen mm-hmm. or if the comparison is just not based on anything to compare. But it's just So it's going to happen, but it just, you're right, it shouldn't. It's team and individual needs to be separate. And I think what our society as sports fans doesn't understand is they can live separately and coexist, and it's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, because I don't want to take anything away from what – Serena Williams is done, we'll use for her example because I know that was the argument going around. But there's a big difference between only being able to win one major championship a season and then having, you know, four or five major championships that you have a shot to win over the season. Of course, if you're the the number one player in the world for 10 years and you have four shots at a championship per year, you know, you're, you're going to win more championships.
1: Yeah. I did see someone said that Serena won a major championship with a baby and like in her belly. And someone was like, Yo, Tom Brady has played every single NFL game and every single championship has won with a bunch of babies in his balls. Don't play with that <laughs> game. Look, I was like, Yo, that's that might be the best thing to come out of that comparison.
0: <laughs> it's, the, you know, I think the bad thing about it is like the way people are taking this discussion of Serena versus Brady. It's like they're getting pissed off at Tom Brady, especially if they're siding with Serena. It's like, yeah. dude, Brady said nothing about this. It was like one person that brought it up, and then ESPN ran with it and just blew it up even more by putting this comparison on, I think it was like SportsCenter, and then it ended up being like a viral discussion. I don't even think it should be really a legitimate discussion. And it that goes back to it being – Team sport players versus individual athletes. No,
2: I I agree 100. Um, percent It's, and I I've never personally heard it when it like, it's like Brady doesn't even entertain the conversation half the time. When, I mean, when why? Talk why should like, he? Yeah, he just lit. He just goes out there and and plays football, and you know, I think it's going to be one of those things like, he's never going to get the credit he deserves. I mean, he's getting the credit he deserves to an extent now. There's more people that hate Brady than yeah. that like him. It's it's going to be one of but those things, like, once he retires.
1: Brady. Like, a lot of people hate Brady but respect him, too. Like, a lot of people just hate him because he wins so much. And, like, I mean, he kisses his kids, which is kind of weird. But, like, most people just hate him because he wins. And Kissing your like, kids is cool that's now. The wor- that's the worst part, bro. Like, is I have to respect him because he is so good. But I hate that. It just makes me hate him anymore because it's like I respect how talented he is, how much longevity there is. But it's like I want like, I want him to fail so bad that there's just pure hate burning in my stomach for that man. But I also have so much respect for him. And I think that makes me even matter is that I respect him so much.
2: You know, I think uh, the whole him being like a sixth round pick and all that, like I think he had like an underdog status for a little bit, and then he started winning so much he quickly – Outgrew that underdog status, you know. Even now at forty-three years old, he he still plays with the same chip on his shoulder. Obviously, you know, like yesterday was a huge smack in the face of Belichick is what it felt like, almost like the oh you thought I you thought I was finished, huh? Well, watch this.
3: Hold my Rogaine. And I I don't understand why people hate Brady. When we look at other great athletes, they praise Brady all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just like us regular individuals that don't like Brady, and it, it kind of gave me those vibes of also how people don't like LeBron. And I'm, I'm not understanding why people don't. I mean, we're
2: there's witnessing. a lot of people that don't. I said there's God no goat a, conversation a in
0: football, though. Like it, it is Tom Brady. There's not. There's not an MJ versus LeBron conversation in football.
2: But there was. There was one when people were talking about Montana, and then yeah, Brady yeah, got – That's
1: when he first started.
4: Yeah, Brady got the fifth ring.
0: You could have an argument down the road when it was Manning versus Brady, but then Brady went way past him, and yeah. then for a little bit it was – Montana
3: was undefeated. That's, that's what I'm saying, yeah, was, yeah. That's what
2: people was bringing up. And then, you know, he won the fifth one, and then you're like, oh, well. And then he won the sixth one. And at that point, you know, in my opinion, after the sixth one, I think it was kind of already out of reach at that point. Shoot, yeah. after, the, after the, the comeback in the Super Bowl against Atlanta, I think he put it out of reach. And now this is just kind of like icing on the cake for him to where in terms of football, I don't – you can't – the only way you can catch up to that is to pass it at this point.
3: Yeah, I- I don't know if it's he because he's not electrifying, he can't run, he doesn't have the strongest arm, like I don't know what what people beef is with him. I understand, you know, once he's gone, it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes League. He he's more flashy, all those things like that. But I only
1: think it's gonna be Pat Mahomes League. Like uh,
3: who 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 you think is gonna, gonna take be- over once Tom Brady gone? Do you yeah.
0: think it's gonna be like the MLB where there's a couple faces?
1: Yeah, there's gonna be a couple faces. I mean Josh Allen able- too. But You're gonna have Josh yeah, Allen, Lamar Jackson, is, Deshaun Watson's so, still there, bro. Like, yeah, he might be next up, but it's it's not gonna be the same where Brady is d fa- like Brady is the face alone. If you ask anybody outside of the sport that just doesn't know football, who number twelve is, and you show them a Patriots jersey, they're gonna say Brady. I said that they're last week.
4: They're
1: and it's like he like Pat Mahomes doesn't have that same marketability that Brady does right now because of the longevity Brady's had and the wins Brady's had. It's it's going to be kind of a collective league until Mahomes completely separates himself from the rest of that. Like, let Josh Allen get a Super Bowl, let Lamar get a Super Bowl, and it's easily going to be a three face league. It arguably should be a three face league because those three are going to get, they are going to see them go head to head in the playoffs for years to come now. And Baker Mayfield of Cleveland can just get that like little bit more, like get over that hump. Cleveland's going to be there. It could be a four face league, and that's just the AFC. Not not necessarily even talking about what the NFC is going to do. So.
2: But the thing know. is, like when you're talking about the face of the league, like for you to say Mahomes has had the marketability, you you see Mahomes outside of football more than you've ever seen Tom Brady outside of football. Facts. Like he does, you know, he's been on the was it State Farm, the State Farm commercials since he's got that he's got head and since shoulders since last year. Yeah, you, you know, I, you didn't start more, seeing.
3: I'm seeing more Patrick Mahomes on Twitter than Tom Brady.
1: Yeah, we also live in a more like digital age now. So Pat came up in that digital age whereas a lot of these quarterbacks did. like Tom really didn't come up in that digital age. Also Pat was a first round draft pick and like Tom wasn't. Tom didn't have that marketability out of college like the Pat does. So it makes a difference and Pat has done really well and he's got a good business mind to capitalize on a lot of that marketability. So I I think that as a necessarily face of the league in the same sense Tom Brady is I don't think he's going to hit that yet. I think he can and he's the clear runner up or like next in line but I don't think he said that yet. I don't think They already talking about
3: him yet. being baby goat. <laughs> like, sports analysts are yeah. always talking about Patrick Mahomes is next up, bro. They're not even talking about Aaron Rodgers anymore, bro. It's Tom Brady. I mean,
1: Rodgers is, he... is on the back end of his career. Let's but, yeah, honest. but even
2: you just said He's after, Patrick you Holmes. know, one good season, they were already comparing Mahomes to Brady after one good season. You just said that yourself.
0: Yeah, like Patrick Mahomes his... is
3: next up, bro.
2: Like it's like yeah people I, are I, I don't think
0: Mahomes isn't next up.
2: It, it's I don't think
1: like... there is. I don't think people are, it's going to be as clear cut as it is with Brady for a little bit. I think maybe not like right now at least in my book it's not going to be as clear cut as Brady. I think it's going to take two three more championships to really kind of cement
2: himself separate. I
3: mean, in my I mean, opinion, even last week we was talking about how Brady was never, you know, kind of the face of the league. Yeah, AJ like, was the only one who said he was. Yeah, when you really think about it, like year in, year out, it was like Thomas was saying, J.J. Watt was the face. And then you had Cam Newton that one year. Then you had Von Miller that one year when Denver defense was going crazy. Then you, now it's kind of like the past like two, three years. To me, it's been Aaron Donald. I'll be hearing more things about how Aaron Donald's the best player in the league because that's an interior lineman. He first person to the quarterback. He's unstoppable, all this other stuff. So, you know, the man special. They, ooh, they always talk about other players other than Brady being the best in the league right now.
0: Look, I got got a debate after after this on that.
3: Uh, all right, but you know, even when you when
2: you were talking about the number twelve for a while, yeah, obviously Brady was associated with the number twelve. Still is
3: Terry Bradshaw. But
2: the, but there was a lot of people like over the so last much. over the last ten <laughs> years, like when you seen the number twelve somewhere, it was Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers was making the more dynamic, flashy plays. Discount double check exactly you know Brady wasn't
1: playing Danica off the field but that's besides the point
2: so <laughs> Brady to me he was never really one of the faces of the league because he never did anything outside of football minus the you know he did the little four part documentary that he had but other than that you you never really seen anything out of him shoot
1: people see I think that gives him even more of an argument to be face of the league because he did nothing outside of football and yet everyone still knew him because he was so dominant on the field. Yeah, yeah. I like, I think that gives him the argument even more so versus like a Mahomes or a Rodgers or any of the other guys who are doing more outside of the game and getting their marketability out. Like While Mahomes may be, from a marketing point of the face of the game, from a pure talent and winning point, it's, it's got to be Brady. As much mm-hmm. as I hate to admit it and hate to like give Tom Brady any credit, like it's just the truth of the matter. He's a winner. He I is am. a winner. Yeah,
2: I just think um, people want to rush I, to get him out of there.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> I was ahead, about Adrian. to bring up, um, with keep bringing up Aaron Donald, was T.J. Watt robbed? No. Ooh,
1: absolutely like, not, bro. Aaron Donald is double and triple teamed every single every play.
3: Play?
2: Yeah, I would say like,
1: like I think. T, don't get me wrong. I think T.J. Watt is very talented, and it was the clear. Clear runner-up, but every single play, Aaron Donald is double and triple team. He still manages to get to the quarterback. Also, yeah. like TJ Watt, TJ Watt's coming off the edge on a lot of speed rushes, and he's going up against One guy, like, running backs. Yeah, yeah. Like, a One lot guy. of like, he off he often just on a running back, tight ends, yeah. and like Aaron Donald's going against like centers and guards and tackles. Like he's going against the like the guys who are supposed to be the best at blocking in the world because the NFL is the highest level of football in the world, and he's consistently making them. Look like freshman JV guys from high school.
3: Yeah, and that's a good point because Aaron Donald does line up in different positions. Like he's just not in that defensive tackle position. He can he'll go in, he'll go mm-hmm. guard nose guard. Like he he's switching up every play. And also Aaron Donald, like BB was saying, Aaron Donald's getting double team triple team every play. And TJ Watt plays left end, so outside linebacker left end going against your right tackles. Um, right tackles in the league, to me, aren't really all that. It's all about your your left tackle, your blind side tackle. Yeah. Which is majority of the quarterback's left tackles. That's where the talented linemen are. And that was Bud Dupree's side. And Bud Dupree was balling also. Now, when T.J. Watt did – I mean, uh, when Bud Dupree went down against Jacksonville, T.J. Watt was still balling out. I think he had, like, six sacks still once Bud Dupree went down. But – yeah, it's Aaron Donald. That's that's a different beast right there. That man,
1: Aaron Donald, is a freak. And like the yeah. thing is, he's like another one kind of like Tom Brady is. He came out of college very quietly. Like, there's yeah. not many people that when he came in the league, you can go back and see them tweet and be like, "This man is going to be a three time DPOY." Like,
0: yeah, there a lot
1: of people are saying this man might be a bust. Like he's his, a physical uh, freak. But his draft,
0: his draft grade after the combine, they said that um, he was like a fifth round at best. Yep. and his legacy in the nfl is that he would have been a backup yeah but they say nothing he was more. like
2: a high motor
0: guy who could who could get in there on some on some and he formations. could have some like really high inspiration and like yep. that's it a guy you but want to root he, for yeah right because and it was like the rest he's undersized he doesn't fit I think the mold. my favorite is uh i
1: forget who tweeted it but it, it's always tweeted out after he wins defensive player of the year But it's like Aaron Donald has all the physical traits you want of a successful uh, defensive tackle in the league. He has all the mental traits of a successful defensive tackle in the league, but he just won't be successful. And, like, that's the whole tweet. And it's like, bro, could you be more wrong? And I think it's like that. Like, Tom Brady, when he came out the same way, like, not to take it back to Tom, but, like, Tom Brady the same way when he came out, everybody was down on him, saying that he wasn't going to last to be much. And then he's completely, like, surpassing those expectations – and then blowing them completely out of the water to the point where they look stupid. And Can so we, it's like like what those two are doing on the offensive and defensive, defensive side of the ball is insane. And we're lucky to be living during it.
0: You've seen the uh, the collage of pictures of all of Brady's uh, like team photos. Mhm. Or like the stills that they take of him. Okay, so that, that man th- got better looking. That's that's he, the did. Thing. he lost so a lot like, of weight. He was in his he face. was real real different looking from the point he got drafted up to like Probably like what two thousand four? He looked like a completely different person. And i was just like, is yeah, this the same I, guy? Where did that chin go? Message. He had an ass chin when he got drafted, and now it's gone.
1: Once I hit thirty, I'm on the TB12 method. There's, if I can look that good at 43, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm ugly now. But if I can do that when I'm 43, <laughs> oh, it's over, it's over.
0: <laughs> so that was something yep. I wanted to bring up there. Another thing, um, there were people thinking that uh, Justin Jefferson was robbed of. Rookie of the Year, for oh, he was. 100%. I
2: I kind of agree with that, but you know, you know quarterbacks are always going to get more love when it comes to yeah, offensive I mean, those,
1: awards. like, offensive rookie of the year and MVP are quarterback awards at this point. It sucks. Well, they quarterback awards. Derrick Henry was robbed of being MVP. And that man clearly should have been the MVP. He was runner-up, right? What did you say?
0: Was he runner-up? Was he second? Yeah, he – yeah,
1: then Josh Allen was second. Mahomes was third. Derrick Henry didn't See, even get.
4: Are you lying? Derrick Henry didn't even me? get
1: first place votes.
4: Oh, they, you're lying. That's That's you gotta be lying.
1: Oh, wow. no! Look it up. Derrick Henry did not get a single first place vote. It's Rogers got 44, Allen got four, uh, Mahomes got two. I just there's assume, only 50 voters.
0: I just assumed Henry got second place because no, people were talking. People were like losing their shit that Mahomes got third, and then. That's nuts. Henry must have got second.
2: He's right. No, there was – out of the 50 votes, it was Aaron Rodgers won 44, Josh Allen won four, and Mahomes won two.
1: There's only 50 voters for every award. Out of the 50 voters, yep. Henry should have been MVP, and Kelsey or Diggs should have been the offensive player of the year because what those two did is insane. The fact Uh, that those two – So – I would have won Kelsey. Here's I – I'm going to go Kelsey by the bias, but it's also like you look at what Diggs did in a completely new team and a new scheme this year, that's wild. Yeah. But that Derrick Henry won off Offensive
2: off. Player of the Year for the AFC, right?
1: He won Offensive Player of the Year for the league. Yeah, for the league.
2: So here's, here's my thing is if I've always had an issue with it is if you can win Offensive Player of the Year, how does an offensive player win the MVP award over you?
1: That's my thing. Like I'm like, saying, it's, a, it's, you're a, it's obviously a quarterback award.
2: Yeah, you're obviously the best offensive player in the league, so why are you not winning the award over other offensive players cuz yeah. we're never going you're never going to see a defender win win MVP.
3: It's too much stacked he against them. To, he has to dime, like he has to yeah. created player numbers.
2: Who's so, the closest yeah. one
0: recently? What it had to be what Vaughn Miller?
2: Watt Water, Aaron Donald? I think was getting talked for a little bit. I, yeah, oh, Miller. JJ Watt in his third right. But it was his
1: monster season, I think he was third.
2: So that's the issue I've always had with the MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year award is, you know, if Rogers was the MVP, then he should have won Offensive Player of the Year, and if Derrick Henry was yeah. Offensive Player of the Year, then vice versa, he should have won MVP. Yeah, I, I've never, I've never well, I, I, understood that. To
3: compare it to like NBA, I guess that's like your your uh, your scoring champion and then your MVP, I guess if if we can make that comparison like, yeah but see I'm, it's I'm not right now, you know you no know, i would
2: say yeah that's a that's a big reach because you know scoring <laughs> yeah. scoring like you you know there's an award for scoring like they didn't give derrick henry yeah. the award off of touchdowns because aaron Rodgers had more touchdowns than derrick henry did
1: yeah the last time a non-quarterback won the nfl mvp was 2012 with it was Houston. ap
2: yeah Oh, yeah, it was a, yeah, I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and then
1: there's a huge gap until 2006, that 05 06, where it was Sean Alexander LT, and then it goes back to just quarterbacks for another six years. Like, it's a quarterback award, and I think the NFL just like people would appreciate it more if it was like, look, the NFL MVP is going to go to the most valuable player who's a quarterback on all 32 teams, and I think people would be okay with that. They'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, if a running like a running back, wide receiver, tight end can't win. The like MVP but they can win Offensive player of the year I think like People would be okay with that But, but give like, them their own award though Like how, how
2: college does You know yeah. how college Has got the best yeah. quarterback The the best running back Best receiver let, yeah. At least let them have their Their own award Because there's no reason Why Derrick Henry Shouldn't have Won something else Other than offensive player of the year I know yeah. They had said You know AJ and Q had said A couple of weeks ago Where It's such like a A feat to Reach 2,000 yards like
1: yeah. it, I I would say it's harder to run for two thousand yards than it is to put up four thousand yards passing. That's the norm nowadays.
2: Yeah, well,
0: sure. yeah. Because like the quarterback's not doing all the work. It's the receivers. Yeah, so. Exactly. Like, and know, I backs. can throw
2: a I can throw a five yard pass and it can go eighty yards to right. the house. Exactly. You know? I, I mean I just throw I'm an eighty five yard like, touchdown.
1: <laughs> you look at Pat Mahomes, a lot of, like he'll throw a ten yard check down to Tyreek and Tyreek takes another he sixty. He just outruns everybody. It's like, yeah. It's not yeah.
2: like it's not like a, a Derrick Henry getting the ball on his own 15 and running the 85 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, you know, especially like, – like,
1: I'm pretty sure he was over – I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was over 600 yards receiving this year too. Like, it's not like he just did everything on the ground, which makes it even wilder.
2: Well, yeah. the thing that – the reason why to me, you know, it's more impressive to go with that is um, obviously when you're a running back, you've seen a lot with AP when he was younger – when the team knows that you want to run the ball, they're going to stack the box on you. So not only are you – do you have to, you know, get past the linemen the linebackers, but, you know, they bring a safety down. They they put an extra linebacker in the game. You know, you're you're running against eight men in the box sometimes. Yeah. And he's still yeah. doing this.
3: And I never understood – if I was the Titans' office co- coordinator, I would have Derry Henry lined up about 10 yards in the backfield. You and let him I mean? get a running start. Bruh. No one can tackle him if you do that. Bro. <laughs> a full you, head of steam? You remember when he was at
2: Alabama and they used to not even run a... Like, it wasn't a traditional toss. Like, he would just he turn around like, and toss the ball back, to him and yeah. he would run
3: straight ahead. Right, just give him that bro, full head of, Bro, he can't be... Tough. Yeah. Also, uh... Quick correction,
1: uh, I was super wrong. He only had 114 receiving yards this year. Boy, <laughs> well, you about, you know, He's over 600. <laughs> he ain't C Mac. I felt watching. real confident. I'm not gonna lie. I felt Yeah, that, that was a real confident
3: one there. He ain't C Mac. <laughs>
1: hey, look, neither is C Mac. C Mac sat on the bus this year.
0: <laughs> so we we got a little off track talking about uh, some of the NFL honors. Now we want to get back into the Super Bowl. Um, I'd say a lot of us probably thought that the game was going to go a completely different way than it went last night. Yeah. Um, a lot of us were expecting a shootout. You know, the the GOAT versus the Phenom. Um, touchdown after touchdown. That's it, it's what we hoped for. But instead, we just got Tampa Bay just absolutely – they played their best game of the season by far. And mm-hmm. they just absolutely dominated the Chiefs offense. Um, big big shout-out to Todd Bowles and what he did I feel like his name is back in the spotlight a little bit Mm -hmm. for him shutting down possibly one of the greatest offenses to ever touch a football field They're, they're definitely up there in the conversation if not you know in the top two but as far as the Chiefs it it seemed like especially in the second half it seemed like we were just waiting for Pat Mahomes to throw a bomb or Tyreek Hill to just take off and then get right back in the game and it never happened so Mm -hmm. the reason why we have Derek here is Derek is a diehard Chiefs fan I we want to hear how you perceive last night's game and can you you know break down what happened
1: I mean first off like like AJ said nothing but credit to Todd that man he knew the weakness of the Chiefs was going to be on the offensive line And even though Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz and against the rush, you can only take so much rush. And you can only do so much when the coverage on the back end is good. They played phenomenal defense on the back end, doubled Tyreek Hill on everything, had a linebacker covering Travis Kelsey 99% of the time and just stuffed Travis Kelsey the line a lot. He got open late and really he found his holes But he was finding his holes, and Mahomes just couldn't see him. Shaq Barrett, Vita Vea, JPP, all those guys were phenomenal and executed the game plan perfectly. It's it's one of those things, like, it sucks to say, but we had our worst game when they had their best, and it was in the biggest game of the year. And that's – it's rough. It was hard to watch. But I think as a Chiefs fan, I found some joy in last night because it really outed a lot of the bandwagon fans – and I personally love that. It made me very happy because you saw them just be stupid on Twitter and blame the entire game on the refs. And they're like, oh, the refs are cheating us. They just want Brady to win. And it's like, yeah, do I think a couple of the calls were soft? Yes. But were they fouls? Yes. Like, just because it's soft doesn't mean it's like not a foul. And it was the refing crew that averaged the most penalties per game all season Refing this game. You knew they called games tight coming into it. And... They called a game tight. That it suck? Yes. But at the same time, it, a lot of them were fouls. The Mike Evans one until like towards the end of the first half where uh, Breland tripped on Mike Evans' foot and then called called P.I. because when he came down, he pulled Mike Evans down with him. That's soft. That's a little bummy in my opinion. The interception, I would have I liked to see it go the other way and actually let that pick stand just because of the fact that it looked like he was throwing a check down to the running back. And the hold was way outside, but like Thomas, you said last night, like it was the ball was going to the outside of the field. They're gonna call it. So I mean, it's just I one was of those right things, like
0: in, right in front of the line judge, too. Yeah, so.
1: it's just one of those things that like you just really, you can't put a game in the refs' hands, especially when the Tampa Bay defense was clinical in the way they dismantled the Chiefs' offensive line. And you can make every excuse by, oh, it's a backup offensive line. There was only two starters on the line. We were missing our starting left tackle, who's a number one overall draft pick. You Can make every excuse in the book, but the fact is, we just got simply outplayed, and I think a lot of people are missing that. And a lot of Chiefs fans, especially like Chiefs fans who've been here for a while, aren't really sweating over last night. Like, we're 366 days removed from winning, winning the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. We waited 50 years. You think we can wait another year to go like for another Super Bowl? I'm cooling, like, I'm chilling. I never thought I'd see the Chiefs in a Super Bowl, let alone back-to-back Super Bowls, and let alone three AFC Championship games in my lifetime. This team was 4-12, and 2-14 when I was growing up. Like, Arrowhead was packed, and we were getting blown out. Like, I'm cool right now. Like, it's – I think it's, it would have been worse if we lost on, like, a last-second, like, touchdown, a last-second field goal. Yeah. We were getting blown out from the first quarter. To, like, to really call it like it is, even though the score man and I said it, like, we were losing that game from the first quarter. And so, yeah. it's just one of those things, like – it, was, it sucks to have a bad loss, but we but we lost to the GOAT, like, and we lost to the Todd Bowles playing one of the best defensive games against Patrick Mahomes ever. Like, I mean, the blueprint is there for Patrick Mahomes. Cover every one of those weapons on defense and get pass rush. Do that and you'll beat him. Like, it's, like it's right there, clear as day, and Todd Ew. Bowles just did it and executed it. I think it's, like, it's huge, man, like... What he did and what he showed the league, I think, like A.J. said, is going to get him a lot of credit and get him a spot. If if not as a head coach, he's got to get a spot as a defensive coordinator on, on one of these up-and-coming teams. Like, I think Tampa's going to do everything they can to keep him as long as Brady's there and they're kind of on this Super Bowl path. But if he doesn't get a head coach, man, he's got to at least be next in line somewhere. But mm-hmm. I think the the two biggest things that I hate coming out of the Super Bowl are the bandwagon fans that made Chiefs Kingdom look like a bunch of idiots and look like a bunch of, like, babies and whiners, and the fact that Bruce Arians is going to get called a good coach for winning this game. (laughs) Bruce Arians is not a good coach. Bruce Arians did not make a single offensive decision last night. That was all Tom Brady. You cannot tell me that was not Tom Brady's team, Tom Brady's offense. Every touchdown was thrown to somebody that came after Tom Brady got there. It was all people who they would have – he didn't want Tom Brady. He said he would rather have Andrew Luck than Tom Brady. Bruce Arians is an idiot. He has he wears dumb hats. He has dumb tapes. <laughs> he is not a good coach.
3: Don't, don't disrespect that man Kangol's, bro.
4: Kangol's is big
1: B- in the
3: black community.
1: BA is not a good coach. He is not, and let's not call him a good coach. Let's call it what it is. He was blessed. Blessed with Tom Brady. The greatest of all time. I'm not even gonna say goat, because goat is thrown around way too much these days. The greatest of all time.
4: Hey,
1: and
3: hey, here we so, are. Sometimes you like, need. You need need to look need a little help sometimes, and that's all. Hey, look, everyone, every all great saying, coach got some great players, man. Every great coach <laughs> has
1: some great players, but not every great coach has the greatest football player to ever grace God's green earth.
0: <laughs> I think Tampa Bay's GM needs some credit for just yeah. putting that team together too. Hundred percent.
1: And the thing is, like, too, like the GM once Tom Brady said he wanted Gronk, Leonard Fournette. Once he said he wanted hey. A B. You went got them like, for him. I'm, got him. I'm getting him for you. Of course, like, they let him, I mean, him. they, they let him pull the
0: LeBron. I mean, they even had a really good draft. Like, I think where they got uh, Anton Winfield Jr. Tristan yeah. He's going to be a beast. Tristan Wirfs in the first round, like Q just yeah, you just said. Yeah, that was, that was Tristan
1: great. Tristan Wirfs is a monster.
0: That was it's, a great
2: pick, too. Look, when yeah, you... I mean, I'm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Thomas. No, 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 finish, finish.
1: Like, just to cap it off, like. I'm very happy with what this team's done. It's not like this is we're not going to go back to the Super Bowl. I'm excited to kind of see where we're going to go from here. I think we saw the importance of the big guys up front. We had a lot of depth at receiver, a lot of depth in the skill positions, and we didn't really have the depth up front. And that's really what, where our downfall was. So, build that depth up up front, we'll be back. It's not like Mahomes is just going to go away and suck now like it just it was rough. I mean, I would have preferred to win, but it wasn't like I don't think this was a bad loss. Like Tom Brady lost Super Bowls like it's okay for Pat to lose a Super Bowl. Like, it, it sucks, but it is what it is. I really did enjoy, though, the one guy who he, knocked, like, he punched his TV, and it was like a 30-inch TV, and he tried to catch it. <laughs> I and did he was see Chiefs that. Jerseys. And Barstool's like, Chiefs, were, like, Chiefs fans are down bad. And all of Chiefs kingdom was roasting this man like god they were like became a fan halfway through 2019 had, like that jersey got bought last week like just clowning him because everybody knows like that man has not been a fan for a while
0: yeah the jersey like, was a little too clean it's like, yeah, yeah so it had no like, wear and tear <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, none, and it had the wing stain the on it right <laughs> you
2: know everybody's got that one jersey that's got a stain on it like somewhere on the white a little number hot wing
0: sauce yeah you're like gosh shoot it's like, you sit there.
1: It was just oh man, it was funny. Like you think that game was bad? Let's go back to Mariota to Mariota, where Chris Jones sacked a man, <laughs> and it was called it was called roughing the passer when he sacked him. Mariota didn't even have the ball like out from his gut. He sacked him, roughing the passer. Mariota threw a touchdown to himself. The Colts comeback in 2013, where it was the biggest playoff comeback in history. I thought we won that game. I was. That game I was celebrating so hard, talking so much trash oh, Andrew, on Twitter.com. Yeah. Yeah. On talking so much trash. And it was Bruce Arians, too, don't you? Know? <laughs> but it's <laughs> I hate that man so much. But uh like you go through that, and then my personal favorite, the one that really truly has like crushed my heart into a thousand pieces, the 2018 AFC Championship. D four. I was sitting in section 308 at Arrowhead Stadium when that happened. When that pick happened, I looked at my roommate. I hugged him and started crying tears that were freezing to my face because it was negative degrees out. I was so excited. And then immediately about a minute after the whole stadium went dead quiet and everyone realized there was a flag <laughs> on the field. And they go, no pick, offside on D4. When Frank Clark took number 55, I hated Frank Clark because of that play. I was like, look, Frank Clark, nothing against you but that 55 number. I just can't see it anymore. I cannot see a 55 line up on the DM. No. Frank Clark redeemed that for me. I'll say Frank three Clark, nice. with, Yeah. Yeah. I love Frank Clark to death. It's just I could not take, my heart couldn't take seeing another number, 55 in a red jersey at the, at the <laughs> end. I, I couldn't do it. Granted, now he's completely redeemed that number, but it's cool. But uh, that Like, that one broke my heart more than anything because after that game, I really thought it was over. I thought we were going to trade away the team. I didn't think we were going to make it back. I was like, look, <laughs> we're, just, if we're cursed. We're not, like, we're destined to lose.
2: Look, Todd Bolt like, the defense he called reminded me so much of what Spagnola called against mm-hmm. the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yep. He he got pressure with just you know, how many times honestly did you see him send an extra, you know, one or two guy or even call a actual blitz? It was very rare. When you seen it last night, he knew he could get pressure with his front four and just dropped everybody back into college or uh, yep. into coverage, I'm sorry. And it was He did a really good he basically took what Spagnola's done against great offenses and did it back to a great offense.
1: And one of thing he did really well too is he described, disgu- like he disguised coverage and disguised who was coming pretty well because mm-hmm. he'd only send four, but it wasn't always his down four. Like yeah, because a couple times that the ends popped up and kind of covered the flats. And you've seen a corner sneak a in,
4: yeah,
1: yeah. See a corner sneak in. Like he did a very good job of not only disguising the coverage, but where the pressure was coming from. Because you knew it was coming. You just didn't know where it was coming from. But, like, I mean, a lot of credit to that front four. Like I said, a lot of credit to side I It would only be fair if the defense as a whole of Tampa could win the MVP because they all deserved it. Because they, they made one of the best offenses that we've seen in our lifetimes look pedestrian. And I think that's one of the things that's really a testament to how good they are as a, a whole crew and a whole unit. And how they're good they're going to be for a while. Like, this is not the last time we're going to hear about this Tampa Bay defense.
0: No. Mm. What is it? Mahomes uh, ran for over 500 yards just in the backfield, running away from yeah. the Scrambling Nets. around from people, yeah. Yeah. Some also, let's talk crazy about number. the
1: absolute dots he threw scrambling.
0: Yeah. Um, he almost made two of the best plays in Super Bowl history. Those would have gone down as best plays. The one Three, where he's. if, you, he if you count
1: that Pringle corner.
0: That was I only was thinking of two, and it was a Pringle corner where he r- like ran in two circles. Yeah. Ended up running last second, just tilt a world, throws the ball perfectly in the corner, and Pringle was almost there. No, there oh, was yeah, it just happened. Quiet. to mean, he, he, he caught it. He caught it. He was just out. Yeah, he caught it.
1: He was just out of bounds.
0: There was that one, and then of course the parallel to the ground, the freaking Superman throw, dude, that was unreal.
1: Perfect spiral on a dot off the face yeah. mask. Yeah. of Pringle, again. It's like, but also that people I, are forgetting. The back.
0: What, that a running back?
1: No, that was Pringle. This,
0: see, I thought it was a running back, too. I thought it was 31.
1: I'm pretty sure it was 13. I thought it was,
0: what is it, Darrell Williams? I see, yeah, yeah, that was Darrell so,
1: Williams. I'm pretty sure it was 13.
2: Because we if it was a running back, I, said, I told DB I, I was going to give receivers. him some more slack. Because. Yeah, I said that
3: the receivers couldn't catch Corona in the club. Boy, they look horrible. Like, uh, well, I told DB, I was like, if it's a running
2: back, I'm going to cut him a little bit more slack because, you know, there was like three people around him. It looked like Devin White was going to catch the pick first off. I said, no yeah. running backs used to being that far downfield. <laughs> so I was going to give him a little slack. But if it was a receiver, uh, you got to catch that
3: one. Facts. Yeah. bro. That was- but it's but, also like
1: the Tyreek Hill in the first quarter one, like that one, another one where he's running for his life and then throws a dot to Tyreek.
3: Yeah. I said, usually Tyreek catch those. <clears> he's a circus <throat> catch type of dude, bro.
2: And, you know, I seen – Travis has I mean, some drops. That, that's what I was going to say. You know, I seen a lot of people blaming the receivers, and Mahomes didn't have any help. And, you know, yeah, the receivers were dropping a lot of passes, you know, but every quarterback has to deal with their receivers dropping passes at some point. It just happened yeah. to be that the receivers in last the night – of the year. Exactly. Were dropping passes in the biggest game of the season, you know. You we we've seen you know Peyton Manning had receivers drop passes, Brady's had receivers drop passes, Rogers, Breeze, you know, everybody has receivers who drop passes. It just hasn't
3: Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> Whoa, okay, now Bro, it, and it,
0: that Saints game? Williams. Yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah, he what? that dude did drop a that's
0: touchdown. A
4: okay, the super uh,
0: the Superman throw was Darrell Williams. Yeah, it was Darrell Williams because Tyreek was behind him.
2: Yeah, so I'm a, I'm gonna cut him a little bit of slack because that was a lot of traffic. Hell no, bro. You have to catch that, bro. I
1: don't know. He puts a dot on your face mask from 30 yards.
2: But to flip the script to the Chiefs' defense, because I know me and DB talked about it earlier, um, that was like the first time, like, you see Tyron Matthews snap a lot, like, just being competitive. But last night looked like the first time in a while where, like, the defense looked, they were looking frustrated. Like, they couldn't do anything. Like, even if they did something right. They were still finding a way to move the ball.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently um, the reason why Matthew was snapping was because Brady said something that he wasn't going to repeat. But see, but I no, wonder. No, no, no,
1: not talking about that. Talking about just like in the general, team, like because one of the things is like Tyron Matthew is our leader. Like that's yeah. no without question on defense, he's our leader. But he for one, like finally he was snapping on guys and not in a way of like hey like Bur like you suck, step it up. He's like man like he was snapping because he was just so frustrated that. Some guys were in the perfect spot to make a play and were getting beat. Like, like, I think that's like one of the biggest ones like Thomas and I were talking about earlier is when he snapped on Juan Thornhill on the other side of the field when Gronk just found a pocket and then got in that pocket of space and then shook him a little bit and got past him. And it's like he just got beat by a better throw, like catch and run by Brady and Gronk. But it's like it's like he was just snapping so frustrating. He's like, what can we do? Like, We're doing everything we can. What more can we do? And it's just, yeah. we got, like, a good defense got beat by a better offense last night, which sucks to say. But I think we were all right in the first half, but I really think the first holding penalty really got in our heads. The holding on, like, Evans where the ball might have been uncatchable, but it also might have been catchable with Mike Evans' athletic ability. But I think that first quarter hold and the hold called the next drive after it really got in their heads. Not to blame the game on the refs, but they just, they got it got in their heads and they started kind of thinking a little bit too much about it and not just going out there and playing ball. And like, sometimes if you think a little bit too much about it and don't just play ball, you kind of get caught up. So, I mean, yeah,
2: sometimes you got to just kind of let your instinct take over. Like, yeah, like what, in baseball, you can't do all that thinking. And that's think like I'm...
1: Honey Badger, like when Tyron Matthews signed with Kansas City, like Spagnuolo said, like, I'm going to come in here and let Honey Badger play Honey Badger football. That's exactly what he did. He came in and said, like, Look, like, look, don't go think. Just play football. Like, you know how to. Don't overthink it. Don't think about this coverage, that coverage. Just go out there and do you. He's lined up at so many different positions. And yesterday, it looked like Honey Badger was thinking a little too much. It looked like Thornhill was thinking. Like, the way they disguised routes, the way they disguised run versus pass Like on, on offense, it was phenomenal. I mean, it, was, it was a master class on both sides of the ball. And the Chiefs happened to also have their worst game When the other team was having their best game all season. And it's just, if you've been watching the Chiefs 2 all season, like this game was coming. We've played pretty good in every single game we've played this year. And there's bound to be one game where, like, you're gonna, it's gonna fall apart. And, like, even the Raiders lost, we played pretty good. When the backups were in, yeah, when we back, the backups were in week 17, we still played pretty good with the backups. Like, Mm There was bound to be one where it happened, and it just it just so happened in the Super Bowl, which sucks. But yeah. I I saw somebody say this this was the end of one of the greatest three year streaks in football we've seen by Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense, which I think is true. I think that's not over by any means. I think I've seen a lot of fatality bandwagon Chiefs fans saying, "Oh, it's over. It's a good run, Trey Patrick." No, it's like I saw get, someone get used to that. I saw somebody legitimately say who was like, I went through his tweets. I was like, there's no way. This has to be like a joke, like spam account. Like he's trolling. He legitimately wanted to trade Patrick Mahomes for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. He said, Carson Wentz is more consistent and reliable and would succeed with these weapons. He had no weapons in Philly. I was like, you want Carson Wentz over Patrick LeVon Mahomes II? second. <laughs> You're banned from the NFL. You're banned from watching. I'm done. You're off. You're, I, you're I'm personally kicking you out of Chiefs Kingdom if you think that's a good, smart trade. But.
0: The only the only reason I feel like that argument could hold up is you get rid of Jackson Mahomes and uh, Pat <laughs> Mahomes' fiance.
1: Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brittany is all right. Uh. Brittany is fine. L- listen, listen, listen. She gets on
0: my she's, she's just as Brittany annoying is, as Jackson.
1: Brittany is fine every day but game day on game days she tweets like me tweeting and i don't have a platform so i can get away with tweeting some dumb and reckless <laughs> stuff she cannot
0: yeah i say like, people are waiting for her to mess up she could say something <laughs> she, that like she snorted a line before the game and i would 100 percent believe it oh
1: 100 but like she like in the like every other day of the week she does really well with like managing past charity and giving back to kansas city She's a part owner in the Kansas City women's soccer, uh, women's soccer league team, bringing them back from Utah because the old ownership group just let them go and didn't put any money into them. She was one of the principal people to bring them back to Kansas City because women's soccer is huge there and was important to a lot of people. So she brought that back. She's got her own brand that she started like, when Pat got drafted. So before he signed the big contract, she was starting her own brand, trying to do her own thing, make her own money. She's also one of the top fitness coaches in Northwest Missouri like She does her own stuff So every other day but game day She's cool, I'm fine with her
2: So what you're saying is we just need to take st- her phone on When on she game starts day.
1: tweeting on game take day her just phone. The yeah. phone. Just Take her phone on game phone. day
2: Lock it up But I did
1: say last night That if this Super Bowl loss Leads to Jackson Mahomes stop, Stopping TikTok Stopping all that bullshit I will take
0: it 10 times
1: out of 10 Yeah I,
0: unfortunately I, I don't think he's going away
1: Yeah, (laughs) I passionately hate Jackson Mahomes, and I really hate that that man is so damn smart. That man knows what beef to get into and how to get into beef with certain people to raise his brand, and I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate that like. To I might hate Jackson. I'm hate three people in this world. It's the weekend, Bruce Arians, and Michael Jordan as an owner. Look, Jackson Mahomes (laughs) might be on that list.
2: Before he might be joining that list. Before we say anything about the weekend, can we talk about? The ultimate finesse job in all the NFL history was Antonio Brown. <laughs> acted, of, Got kicked out, acted up in Pittsburgh, got traded. Decided he's going to act up in front of the cameras on hard knocks. Gets cut. Goes to New England with Tom Brady like he wanted. Things didn't work out. The coach, Bruce Arians said himself, I don't want AB. He's not going to fit our team. Tom Brady said, no, no, no. We're bringing in A.B. And the man's a Super Bowl champ now. Antonio Brown finessed his way into a into a Super Bowl.
3: A.B. is the, the greatest <laughs> receiver he, to ever touch the field. And Watch he did out. it what are you talking about here? while
0: being quiet. While well, see, being quiet. You can, you can hear Pete. He was literally in like a slot receiver's mindset. Like yep. just ball on the field, nothing else off the field.
2: I, I think Tom Brady put the fear of God in me. He was like, hey, look. I'm vouching for you this time. He's like, don't fuck up. Don't, Brady was probably like, yo, I'll
0: give you, I'll give you my signing bonus. If you just the fucking quiet the yeah. whole season, please. God, I don't Can care I what think?
2: happens after the season. Just f- for now. I, I, Help I don't me think any,
0: anything will happen. I think he played us all. He did exactly what he needed mm-hmm. to do. And I mean, he reaped the benefits.
3: So I think he finally understood that <clears throat> AB as a brand is not bigger than NFL. Yeah. he finally got to his head. Um, because, yeah, like I said, once he got to Tampa Bay, he was on his P's and Q's. Like, he got, hu- he, he was humble. Even in the games, he wasn't getting maybe one, two receptions. He was still celebrating mm-hmm. with his teammates and when they get touchdowns. He was on the sideline snapping that he wasn't getting the ball. None of that stuff. So I he, think Shit, he finally, you hardly
0: even seen him like do like his own dance or stuff when he scored the touchdown. The, I know no, I mean, nope. he,
3: he stopped doing the, the little shimmy jank. Yeah. Goes on
0: his I mean, that's like years, years old now. He needs to bring now.
3: that
1: back. Let's let's call like it is. He needs to bring the shimmy back. That was I fine. mean,
2: the shim, the
0: shimmy was great, but I think I mean you if know, he if he going, gets if he gets that top five receiver swagger back, then sure. But going through all that
3: him. drop on his knees and raise his hands up now, like yeah, and flex his muscle, Mr. Big. I
1: case. Mean,
3: <laughs> also kind of fire. I, I
0: if he if shimmy cel- into a knee drop, it's over. But <laughs> the celebration I, in the league is the gritty.
3: Yeah. Oh, for
0: sure.
1: Yeah. Did Justin Herbert? cause a worldwide sensation and phenomenon with the dance move? No. Offensive Rookie of the Year, <laughs> <Yeah>. Justin Jefferson.
0: <laughs> now, so, okay, so they actually had an award. The best celebration, It was like right? the Bud Light Selly Award or whatever. And, yeah. the St- and it was the Steelers, Steelers'
1: birthday one.
0: No.
2: Yeah, like, dude. I don't even remember what one they're talking about
0: Justin Jefferson about. had everyone, everyone in the league doing the gritty. They literally everyone made the football was doing the gritty.
1: and had Juju blow it out because it was his birthday. That's it whack. Was lame.
2: That's whack. That's whack. That's like,
1: Justin Jefferson got robbed of multiple awards like, last night. Yeah, the NFL hates Minnesota. I agree.
2: Minnesota yeah. hates Minnesota. Um, but... I hate. Detroit. Yeah,
1: Minnesota also hates Minnesota. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, even today, I seen uh, I got an update earlier saying, uh, or seen on Twitter saying, Mike Evans wants to, you know, said if we need to take some of my money in order to keep the team together, he said he's willing to do it 100. percent to keep I mean, those guys, uh-huh.
4: Came in in
1: like, doing it. yeah. Like looking at that, it's a lot. of It's like similar to what kind of like some of the Chiefs players are saying, where like Sammy Watkins was like, "I'll take a pay cut to keep guys around." Tyreek was like, "I'll take a pay cut to keep guys around." Like, mm-hmm. is is that kind of attitude that's huge? And the fact that like the Bucks have that is what's going to prolong success for a while. And it's like, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I would love to see Brady retire, but he's not going anywhere. Oh yeah, he already said last night least. he's coming back. I mean, when
0: you de- when you develop yeah. a team culture like that, it's hard to. It's hard to get, you know, be greedy about it. You know, that's yeah. What what I, was like, I mean saying
3: two weeks ago. But the like, thing why is, is would like, want to take all that money if you're with a winning organization? Because right? there comes a when time
2: where, where like, you don't have a shot at getting a big payday anymore. Like Mike Evans is still, yeah, Mike Evans is still young enough to where he can take a small seen, contract. How old is he?
3: For a minute. Yeah, Mike Evans been in
1: there for a minute. He's, this is what his sixth or seventh year. Because he was at A and like pre Johnny. I'm I sure he was either there with no Johnny he was or with pre-Johnny. he he
3: was with John.
2: He's twenty seven.
0: He, I don't know. I'm so over. this is what his fifth <laughs> or sixth year.
2: He's been in the league. He came he's in uh, twenty fourteen. He came in. He's been in the league for six years. So
0: this will be going into what his seventh year. Seventh seventh year. And he's a big receiver though. He's so, not
2: a
3: speedy guy. He's
2: not. Yeah, like but he's not. Yeah, but you guys, see.
0: Terrible. Yeah,
2: like you seen Vincent Jackson went forever.
0: Mike Williams. But regardless, he That's proved that going. he proved that that offense doesn't just have to revolve around him. Exactly. Chris Godwin, shit, Scotty Miller played pretty damn good this season.
1: I would have rather seen Scotty Miller and Tyreek Hill race halftime than the weekend.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> don't come at Abel like I'm that. I'm blinded by the light. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed played. the halftime
2: shows. So. Now speaking of the weekend, now,
0: I I think it is like pretty him. funny. I think it's pretty funny that you know what stems from halftime shows is how quick the internet is to make memes <laughs> of everything. Yeah, and yeah, this was this was probably the most memes that I've seen. Well, last year's Shakira was was pretty bad, but all they really had was Shak- Shakira. i mean, last and year's the, Shakira was, the, was, the tongue thing. Different
1: type of meme. But before then, the the, la- the last
0: time I didn't. Remember memes blown up that big from a halftime show was probably Katy Perry and the Dancing Sharks. The Dancing Sharks. Because I didn't really see anything from Maroon is. Five. I think oh. everyone fucking hated Maroon Five.
2: Well, we didn't have an opportunity. Twitter wasn't around when Justin Timberlake whipped the thim- whipped the titty out.
0: So. Whipped the titty out. <laughs> yeah, Twitter wasn't around <laughs> no. yet. But imagine Yo, that. Imagine tw- as far imagine as, imagine as like, Twitter was around that night. Oof. From a from an honest perspective, as as far as the weekend's performance, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it that too the theatrics were pretty cool. The only the only thing I was kind of like, I was weirded out, which people were like, I feel sick. I'm getting dizzy, is when he was like in the little, like, the, the camera. Like mi- yeah, or whatever. With the camera. Yeah, but like that opening of how it's like he brought Vegas to Tampa Bay, and the opening is like the welcome to Vegas sign. And mm-hmm. then it pans in, and you see how it's all like an optical illusion of how it was set up. And then, you know, it's just him in the car, all the theatrics of all like, I don't know what they were supposed to be. Were they supposed to be like angels or something. Just like I thought it was Star Lord. That, that shit that was red sweet. eye.
1: Choir was weird. No, they that looked was like
3: Star Lord. That looked I that, thought that looked shit like a sweet.
1: demonic summoning of Satan. No, that was Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy.
3: It
0: was to be honest. Look.
1: That looked like he was summoning the demon lord himself,
4: <laughs> Satan. No, but I, no, I, I guarantee no. you
0: that he didn't have an exact, <laughs> uh, a pin- like. He didn't get to do his own set list. I feel like. Oh, oh yeah, okay, set list, yeah. So he got to do his own stuff because he paid extra. Like, no, no, he's it. talking about well, set He, list, set he had, list. had to pay. Well, you don't get paid to do the halftime show, period. He paid it's his well, own well, no money out to no, have the set up he, he wanted. He paid
1: a bunch of extra money for like the. I know, he paid like $7 million
2: We're talking about I think he paid extra
1: money to have his own set list, too. No,
2: no, no, because you got to think, man, because you're, you know, if you like the weekend you want you would have wanted to hear him sing stuff off his older albums like trilogy. trilogy and stuff like that you know the halftime show you can't do that like you have to do starboy really, you got to do all of this,
3: that that's, none of that's really pick me up music like all that is exactly with, alright, exactly like, like,
1: like i mean unless all that music is made for the bedroom
0: i mean you can't you can't hate his but hustle, that's the point though, but like what he had to do to get mainstream so yeah, he, like, he he uh, you should have known he, he was going to play eyes all his and
3: all that stuff
2: yeah he, he, he was shit gonna play from Fifty
3: all that. Shades of Grey, like
2: yep, songs like that. I mean, he
0: played he he, he played his hits, yeah, and, and as you should. But I mean, everybody does right. That. But everyone was like, "Why didn't he play the stuff from trilogy?" Or Because why didn't he play exactly. the stuff from his up and coming? Like, this is exactly why. Like, how? Like, why is this even a question? Concert, it's yeah. a halftime right. Performance, it's a halftime. He, he's trying show. to keep it's you entertained, energetic. Right, yeah. you only get like maybe seven or eight songs.
2: Yeah.
3: But Wanted overall, come I, out sing some dirty
0: I thought Diana. it was really good. <laughs> it was really good because, A, it's pretty rare for a performer to do the whole show without lip singing. And he did that. Yeah. Um, He's also one of the last performers in a while to do the show by himself. Mm-hmm. And... Like, because there was speculation that Daft Punk was going to join him for I See, feel it oh, coming. See, oh, when I heard he when I heard down, him start Get
2: Lucky, I have been When I heard him start Get Lucky, I thought it was going to, uh, um, or not Get Lucky. What fucking song? the song he did when I thought they were going to come out. I'm tripping for I when feel Daft it coming. Punk,
1: Daft Punk also hasn't performed live in like two years.
0: I mean, they could have brought him back. I mean, the bro, they brought Bruno the Chili Mars peppers brought back. Red Hot Chili Peppers back. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, granted, I granted Red Hot, Hot Chili Peppers didn't actually. Red Hot Chili Peppers went out there with uh, pre recorded music. Everything. and was out there just playing instruments. I hate like nothing. them.
4: Yeah.
0: But that's be- that's not their fault. That's because the NFL made them.
3: Look.
1: Yeah, the NFL is kind of.
3: My boy, Jay Valvin. Hello, so Lolo. Hold on, hold on, That Jay Valvin, Bad Bunny. What? That was lit. Yeah, that was tough. That was
0: tough. To end this conversation real quick. Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I think one of the things that's just rough about this halftime show is, like, it's very div- – like, this halftime show was, was very divided. A lot of white, black, and a lot of old white people are like, oh, like, I want this rap trash off my screen. Yeah. And it's, like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. This <laughs> not
0: going to happen. This,
1: this halftime show got real racial real quick, and I was like, i want one of the things like, I just don't like The weekend's music. I just don't like The weekend at all. Like, is it because of Canada? Also, I mean, yes, I just don't like Canada, but <laughs> – uh, oh, I love Canada I'm sorry but I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, but it's just like I I don't like the weekend and like I'm not gonna lie like when I got lumped in and like there were some people responding to my original tweet about it that were getting real racial in the comments and I was like yo I don't want to be a, I don't want to be connected with this <laughs> I had to delete and re- repost something and take the hashtag off I was like I don't want to be a part of this because they were getting it was real racial because one dude responding to me he goes I don't want this stupid black man on my screen. I was like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm, not, I'm not in this. Yeah, no, I, that's saw, the one that go I just.
0: Ahead, delete that. I, I, saw a gonna, lot I of, just hated that. I saw a lot of people, uh, mainly like older, like millennials, closer to baby boomers. They're like, oh, I know all this music. I didn't know this was the guy that sang it. Yeah. yeah that's that's was, normally that's how it grandma. goes. Yeah. And then. Um, God, I had something else I was going to say, but I completely, completely forgot. Oh, so as far as Super Bowl halftime shows, do you guys have your favorite of all time? Because I have mine, but do y'all have a favorite halftime show that's ever been done? I I have two favorites.
2: One for like, I actually enjoy the performance, and then one because
0: I enjoyed the performance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could say I have two, but number one that reigns supreme is Prince's halftime show. See, I'm not really a Prince fan, though. <laughs> it was perfect. Of course, you're gonna say that. Well, it's this is the thing. Hard. This is the thing. It was. It was. It was cool. It rained. Yeah. And all, but right, and that, that was wasn't tough. planned.
2: But I'm. I'm personally not a Prince fan.
0: I thought that. I thought that show was incredible. And then uh, what, I'm a Prince fan AJ, I love Prince. Can you make the noise he makes? Which he makes a lot of noises. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what the, the hey, kids? Jackie? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but
3: now, nah, yeah, that first one was was very. uh, uh
0: that to me, that's historic. like one of the most iconic ones. Because wasn't it in Minnesota too? No, it wasn't in Minnesota. No, that was, was at Minnesota, uh, too, like that in
2: was in uh, New York. I think that was at East Rutherford. Oh, so it, Justin Timberlake did been. the one in Minnesota, Yeah, right? that was, that was the, the... Yeah, he
0: did the Prince tribute. Okay. That was but a good one. Everyone my, hates Justin Timberlake
2: now. That came out of family? nowhere. <laughs> my favorite Super Bowl performance, like, in recent memory at least, would be... I, I enjoyed the Bruno Mars one.
0: Personally. Yeah. Which one? Bruno Mars was, mine. was it when it was him and Red Hot Chili Peppers? when no. When he came out with Beyonce.
3: I th- I'm thinking you thinking about the one he had the suit on and he was doing like the James Brown. Yeah, where he was with on the his drums feet. and stuff like that. So he had his
0: band with him. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, that was when he actually it was actually his show. That was that was, was the jump. one
2: I liked, and then obviously you know I like the Shakira one because
0: <laughs> come on,
2: come on, I don't even gotta say why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say um, <laughs> my honorable mention would be the. Um, the Super Bowl halftime show—I don't remember what year, but I know—I know it was Ravens versus Giants, and it was Aerosmith.
4: Oh, that's the uh, the two thousand—that's the two thousand Ravens team. 2000, yeah. That was the two thousand yeah, Ravens. One. Yeah.
3: Yep. My, my favorite—it uh, wasn't a Super Bowl, but it was uh, future at the 49ers game. Oh, <laughs> like <a> Tony Montana. <laughs> Tony Montana. <laughs> That, that was live. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Derek, you got one?
1: Oh, uh, man. It's, I was trying to think. I think not for the performance, just for one song alone, but when it was Black Eyed Peas and they brought out Slash and Slash and Fergie, to sweet child of mine, begging, loved it. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Whole show, though, that Madonna show was kind of hard. The one back in uh when it was Super Bowl in Indianapolis, when they had like she had look at the guests right here she had LMFAO, Cirque du Soleil, Nicki Minaj, MIA, CeeLo Green, Andy Golly. Lewis, had a bunch of high school drum bands and they had a two hundred person choir considering oh, Indianapolis yeah. oh, church Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, bro, that one was hard. Like she she killed she that one.
3: Out. Yeah,
1: and like she makes like it's saying here like, in the notes it's like she mixed Vogue with party rock anthem and sexy and I know it with like a prayer. That's kind of hard.
2: Yeah. Like that one, that one had to be good.
3: Lmfao, what, LMFAO? they was, yeah. they had some bangers. Bro. Yeah, they
2: had that summer, bro. They had, they put yeah. out a couple
3: of them. They had everyone shuffling out this jam. <laughs>
1: I think that one, like, I was gonna say Shakira and J Lo because, but Thomas took it. But like, yeah, Madonna's <laughs> got to be a close on, second, Sha- just for like looking at it. Like that was a wild one. But that when when Shakira and J Lo had that twerk off, that that I mean that was certifiably that. That's when I became a man. I was I was a boy until that moment. <laughs> you
0: became a man last year.
1: <laughs> I became a man last year. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with admitting it. I became look. We, he,
0: he had look, a lot. He had, look. He won, had a good Super Bowl last year.
1: <laughs> we won the Super Bowl. I won a bunch of money on squares, and I saw J Lo and Shakira have a twerk off. Tell me that was not a great day. Look,
0: that was a great day. That was a great day. Fantastic day! Like <laughs> was a great I day. Mean, sometimes uh, it just
1: lines up for you.
0: <laughs> we're just gonna get into uh, two of the last segments that we have. Uh, first off, we're gonna do a round of applause. Derek, you've heard of the show. Basically, round of applause to someone that you think deserves credit for what they did uh, this weekend. Doesn't even have to be NFL. Can be anyone. Uh, any just anything that happened this weekend.
4: We don't oh, have to I'm, start off I'm with you. Off.
0: I'll say I'll go I'll we go first, it, it don't matter. Second. We we can go ahead, we can give it to Look, Thomas first.
2: I'm gonna go first just in case somebody tries to take it. But I'm taking <laughs> uh Antoine Woodfield Jr. Not just for the interception but when he broke up the pass on fourth down and then gave Tyree Kill the the deuces. I said my man held in all that pettiness from when Tyreek Hill torched them that first meetup he hit him with the deuces, did the backflip, and he held that in. And he was like, "I'm a, I'm to get my back." So the fact that he did it on the the biggest stage that you can as an NFL player, he got fi or he got flagged, but who cares? You know, he he got the last laugh. So Antoine Winfield getting get my round of applause strictly off off giving Tyreek Hill his own medicine.
4: <clears throat> Bro,
1: I, that's one. That's one that got me some backfire from some Chiefs fans when I tweeted out. I was like, yo, like I don't care. That's like Funny is funny. That was hilarious. Yeah. I had some Chiefs fans calling me a fake fan. I was like, bro, funny <laughs> is funny. I'm sorry. Like, if you can't sit here and like look at that and be like, that's objectively hilarious and savage as hell, get out of here.
2: So, good. Look, you might as well go second now.
1: I mean... It, it's clear as day, there is only one person that deserves a round of applause for yesterday, and that is the man, Kepka. Brooks oh, Koepka. Brooks oh, Koepka came see, in yesterday in the Waste Management Phoenix Can't Open. Be- <laughs> Waste Management yeah. Phoenix Open. That, some, some have said that was the most important sporting event played yesterday. Some people, what, myself What a comeback that. that dude had. He came back yesterday, <laughs> and he was seventh going into the day, and had won the, won the tournament with two eagles and three birdies, including an eagle on 17 to put the tournament away. He chipped in for eagle on 17 to lock the tournament away at TPC Scottsdale. The man is a stud. The man, still, he bogeyed a hole and came back. That is that is the white tiger right there, Brooks Koepka. <laughs> and the beauty of it was, this is the same man who not even a year ago was beefing with Bryson DeChambeau, and Bryson tweeted at him talking about how important every single tournament was and this man, Brooks, responded with a picture of all his major trophies. He said, majors matter, period. Majors matter. This man was like, yo, I'm just going to go win a trophy because I feel like it. I, re- I don't care until majors, but I'm just going to go win a trophy because I feel like it. Brooks Koepka is that dude. I, I just want to be friends with him. He seems like a great guy. It's just, Some have said he's the man of the year, front runner for it. I agree with them. Uh, it's not me saying it, just some people are. But round of applause to Brooks Koepka. The man is just phenomenal. And that mustache he had, man. Just great guy. All
3: right, so I'm going to go uh, Jokic. On oh, Saturday, he dropped 50 points, 10 assists against the uh, Kings. They still lost the game, but Jokic became one of, I believe, the seventh, seventh player of the Nuggets to ever drop 50 points. In the game I know Unk did it twice Shout out to Unk Alex English But um Yeah He's the I think the first center To do it since Kareem did Back in 75 And Jokic Definitely is Solidifying his MVP race And he was shooting 60% And he was making threes Like Jokic balled out
0: J, So I'm gonna end it Uh Back on the Super Bowl, I'm going Todd Bowles. Round of applause. Uh, The dude absolutely revived his coaching career, in my opinion. uh, That was just way overshadowed by his stint with the Jets as head coach. But really, it, it seems that the Jets failed him and were not able to put the pieces together for what he actually needed. And it shows... Going into Tampa Bay, he puts together from what was an average defense last year. Well, I'd say a little above average. Their defense definitely outweighed their offense, but to put all those pieces together and then go and put the show that they did in the Super Bowl, I mean, Brady won the MVP, but the people's MVP was that entire Tampa Bay's defense, and that's because of Top Bowls. So, round of applause for Top Bowls. Mm-mm. God dude, I I just came up with that on the spot because I was gonna say Brooks kept because so we get having a fucking golf dude in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last Whoa. segment, this is the tenth episode of Just Three Guys. So we're doing our best player to wear number ten. If you listened last episode, you know that I'm suspended from announcing a number ten. Um Thomas, you started off round of applause, so we're going to go ahead and go with uh, Q for best player to wear number 10. <laughs>
3: right, my um, best player to wear number 10 is one of my favorite players. He was the ninth pick in the 2009 draft from the University of Southern California, DeMar DeRozan. Um, not a lot of accolades. <laughs> I Man, only a four-time All-Star <laughs> two time all NBA <laughs> his best year. He averaged twenty seven points. He's known for his, his mid range. Mid range dead eye. And he dunk. He got the yam yam. He he he's not gonna be a Hall of Famer. You know, he'll go down in the Raptors Hall of Fame for sure. And you know, that that Raptors team he was on ran into LeBron a lot, unfortunately. LeBron, the Knicks, Boston, like so Yep, that's my number 10.
2: DB, we'll let, let you go second.
1: I mean, uh, there is a clear, co- correct answer, and I'm not going to take it out of respect for you, Thomas. No, oh, you
2: can go ahead and take it, because whatever your argument is going to be, I'll just back it.
1: No, nah, I, I mean, I'm going to back your argument, but just for the sake of debate, I'm going to go with Guy Lafleur. Yeah, In the NHL, he played for the Montreal Canadiens, Lord number 10. The man led the NHL in points three straight seasons. He's a six time All-Star, six time first team all NHL. Man has gone, he was top five in points for seven different seasons, top in goals for two, top in assists for two. He also won the Art Ross, the Ted Lindsay, the Conn Smythe, and the Hart Memorial trophies. Man's a ball. He won the he was held the Art Ross, Conn Smythe, the Hart, and the Ted Lindsay for all four major NHL awards in one season from ninety-six or seventy-six to seventy seven. The man's a baller in the, from Montreal Canadiens history, and I think he, if he's not the best number 10 in all sports, he's the best number 10 in hockey for sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, so you said what? I'm better than him. Oh, God. Like <laughs> so uh, my number um, 10, you know, without a doubt, is Argentina's own Leona Messi. You know, he's got, man, he's won the Ballon d'Or six times, the UEFA Men's Player of the Year award twice. Uh, He's been a 10-time La Liga champion, uh, was the 8-time La Liga best player, won the Champions League four times. I believe Argentina won a gold medal in soccer, too. Um, All he's really missing from accolades would be the World Cup. But we all know how hard it is to get a World Cup. But even on top of that, his numbers, you know, he's got 651 goals, uh, 285 assists, and I'm pretty sure that's just, you know, uh, that's that's his career you know on top of only being f- i think he's five six yeah he's five five foot six not even that big and the fact that he's doing that that man's got the left foot from god so no <laughs> leona messi's my number ten now I know we kicked a j off but I know who his number ten is so i'm gonna let don't i'm a, do let, it. Don't, don't i'm gonna let a j get a quick 30. thirty seconds because I I know he wants to say who his number ten is.
0: All right, bet 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 bet. All right, so my number ten—he just finished the best college football career ever. Uh, Mac Jones. No, I'm kidding. Um, I say, come on, do don't, number don't 10, make me ten, we're going. This. No, oh, i was about you you're We're oh, going. I was to agree.
4: Great. Oh, roll
0: time. Thank you for thank you for the opportunity, Thomas. Um, we're going the second best Atlanta Brave, and that is Chipper Jones. He's one of the greatest switch hitters. In MLB history, he's already a Hall of Famer. Um, He was a NL MVP. He was one of the sole reasons why the Braves won their only World Series in 1995. And I say only because they should have won at least two or three more. Um, When he had his MVP season, uh, he hit 300 with 100 runs, 40 doubles, 45 home runs. Um, 100 RBIs, 100 walks, and 20 stolen bases. The dude was all around a five-tool player in the peak of his career in the early 2000s. Um, even when he was at the end of his career at the age of 36, he was hitting as high as 364, which that's crazy. And at one point, he was hitting exactly the same 304 right-handed and left-handed. And he stuck with his team the entire time uh he had 450 plus home runs which put him in the rank of other 10 others who retired with that success and the only players to do that on one team was Lou Gehrig Ted Williams Stan Musial and Mel Ott so that's pretty good company so I'll go uh Chipper Jones that was longer than 30 seconds but I don't care yeah (laughs) If
1: anyone really thought that you were going to be under 30 seconds, they were kidding themselves.
0: No, I mean, yeah.
2: that's kind of hard. he, got for sure. a, He's got he had a really successful career. Oh, some honorable mentions for number
3: 10? Tom Brady in college.
2: Yo,
3: uh, Johan
1: Cruyff. That man was nasty for the for the Netherlands in soccer. Has his own move named after him. Coach Barcelona, Coach Ajax. He, he, in one set with Ajax, he almost averaged a goal a game. That's impressive. Like... Respect. Johan Cruyff is not, he cannot pass Lionel Messi, so he can't be the GO of number 10 in his own sport, but he's definitely in the conversation as an honorable mention.
2: Look, if we're giving some honorable mentions, got to shout out Pele, but the person I'm going to shout out uh, who got me into college football would be Troy Smith for, Ooh. yeah, I would say, you know. That's a good one. Uh, the only reason I'm an Ohio State fan now and even watch college football is because I remember I was sick sick one morning and uh, i woke up middle of the night you know it was probably like two three o'clock in the morning and they were showing like one of the rewinds from earlier in the day and it happened to be the ohio state Michigan game where they were ranked one and two and um ohio state just happened to be you know the first team i seen play offense and college football so I, I just rolled with them ever since that game so I, I gotta give troy smith a shout out for that even though his nfl career didn't pan out how i wanted it to
3: Ah, typical Ohio State quarterback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time he's done, he <laughs> I mean, should go down as one of the best number 10s. Huh? we're
1: throwing out honorable mentions, uh, honorable mention for a uh, little round of applause here for Billy Football, uh Barstool Sports intern who beat Jose Canseco, who was on steroids in boxing. So Wait, was he on steroids for, for it? Mention. Oh, Jose is definitely on steroids, without oh, a God. doubt.
3: Eli Manning. d Hop will probably be up there. Yeah. Better hold your breath.
0: Look, no, I'm
2: not saying nothing.
3: What you what you gonna say? What you gotta say? Nothing, man. Eli Manning's not a Hall of Famer? He's going to a Hall of Fame. Oh, no, he's going to a Hall of Fame. He shouldn't. He, he shouldn't. Why he shouldn't he? He's
2: got two, got two rings. rings.
1: Okay, look, Ring should not decide a Hall of Fame career. That it man shouldn't. was not a Hall of Famer.
3: But he's going. <laughs>
2: Ring shouldn't Just decide
1: as he's a Hall of going Fame career. Mean he's a Hall of Famer. I stand by that.
2: Look, come on, bro.
1: That's like people who argue that Jordan's a goat because of six rings. Come on now.
2: Okay, so let let me let me tell you let me tell you this quarterback stats real quick. You ready? No he boy. he had a record. This isn't Eli. This is just a rent an anonymous quarterback.
3: All right, name him Joe Schmo. Uh,
2: hundred and seven and fifty one as a starter. Fifty one point nine completion percentage had twenty seven thousand nine hundred eighty nine yards. That's seven point two yards per attempt. His total touchdowns were 212, and he threw 210 interceptions in his career. Is that a Hall of Fame quarterback?
3: It's Eli Manning's it stats. Two, but that's Juan. not
2: Eli Manning's stats. Oh, it's not? No, it's not Eli. Who'd you say Dick Juan?
3: Oh, I thought it was Eli Manning. No, that's it's not like Eli. Arkinson?
2: But does that sound like the numbers for a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. Nah. He's Arkinson? in the Hall of
3: Fame. That's Terry Bradshaw. Oh, man. Uh, bro, that was in the seventies. Bro, out of here with that. It yeah, doesn't. Two hundred and ten interceptions. Four rings. 244 So for, uh, what? We like, nah. huh? Two hundred forty-four
1: well, for, no, for Eli.
3: How many touchdowns? Three sixty-six. Okay. Oh, well, he way above. Yeah. But you,
2: you tell me somebody. Bro. What's his completion percentage?
1: Uh, let me look. Ooh, that's. Yeah, his completion percentage is Hall of Fame sixty point three.
2: That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You know, twenty seven thousand nine hundred eighty nine yards. That's uh, you know that's understandable. But 212 touchdowns co- to two hundred and ten picks. If
3: you gonna he was a career one seventeen and one seventeen. Compare him to compare him to quarterbacks in the seventies during his time. You can't bring them numbers up and try to compare it to the modern, the modern modern day era of football. Like we already know, numbers now are going to be.
0: Way better. Yeah, back then with smash mouth football. Now we're we're in speed and air raid and shit. So yeah. the stats are pumped.
3: That's not
1: fair. Yeah. I mean, let's. Eli was never air raid. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves.
0: All right, Fran Tarkenton,
2: you ready? Oh he, God, he played. He's different. another old hand. Okay, oh, he, but he's in the '70s compared to oh. compared to uh Terry Bradshaw. I think trying to talk about Eli any game Like y'all hey, about
1: to go Eli, all night.
2: Fran Tarkenton had 124. <laughs> Uh, one hundred and nine and six. He had a fifty-seven completion percentage for forty-seven thousand and three yards. He had three hundred and forty-two touchdowns to two hundred and sixty-six interceptions.
1: Man, if there's one thing Thomas will do, it's defend semi-unathletic white quarterbacks till he babydads.
2: <laughs> oh, chill. Hey, look. Everybody talks about Fran talking about how elusive he was. Look, his nickname was the Scrambler. And he's
1: it's from Georgia. Scrambler in the seventies. I could have scrambler in the seventies from Richmond. Facts. He is a va kid. I so, could have been the scrambler in the seventies, though. Come on now.
3: But you weren't. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. The the purple people eaters wasn't at that team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look, okay. put me put me on that team and let me play quarterback in the seventies. Right now, I guarantee you, I could match Frank Tarkenton's stats for you're one. Looking, you're looking like
3: Josh <laughs> Allen out there.
2: You're looking like Lamar.
1: Bro, I would. Ooh, I would look like college Johnny Manziel. Against Alabama,
2: <laughs> bro. Imagine, imagine Michael Vick or like Lamar Jackson back in the day against them. Uh, I guess those seventies defenses.
1: Went, they were burn that man for being eleven thousand
2: rushing yards. <laughs> what about the one season? They would take what, bro? You got to catch let, him to don't hit don't him, let him, get him. Get hit. You got to catch him to hit him. Hey, hey <laughs> so you got to catch him. Uh, you, angles get cut off when you're running against somebody who's running a four four, and you run a four three. Angles don't happen when you run a four three and you're running somebody who runs a, a right, five try flats try chasing ask, you.
3: That running shit against the. John Singletary <laughs> what <laughs> alright they, they did not care about quarterbacks right? uh, right. man.
0: Right. we're gonna end the show on I'm that note I, oh, I, I shit. could hit France
1: Harkington and be at that level and be the scrambler <laughs> in the 70s right
4: now
3: Boy, I stand if by that hit, DB if you got hit dog I don't think you want to play yeah, me hey, you're you not but 150 pounds <laughs>
1: I'm not getting hit though. <laughs> I said we not done yet.
0: Alright, so we're gonna we're gonna end the show on that. Y'all like, note. like, I'm not
1: the, y'all like, like I didn't play football. I've been hit. I had but I had no. Dallas hit me. Like I'm good. Dallas
3: ain't no ain't no nineteen seventy five defensive end that smokes cigarettes at
1: halftime. Dallas is nothing but muscle. <laughs> Damn. I remember Keppel put me one on one with Dallas, and Dallas said, I'm going to go soft. That still hurt.
3: <laughs> Dallas all biceps. Dallas is
1: soft, still hurt.
3: Stop being soft. He all biceps.
1: <laughs> Look, that man is solid muscle. Put respect on my, nine, my guy. Get him nines, man.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to end
1: the show on we're gonna that to... note for the third time.
0: <laughs> uh...
1: Nah, AJ, you're canceled. You're suspended this episode.
0: It, I'm taking over.
1: You're the guest star.
0: <laughs> Shut the hell up. All right, it's so, just three guys and AJ. If you if, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to follow and subscribe. Uh, we're also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Shout out to our buddy Derek for sticking around. Let us know Woo! if you want him to appear on shows in the future. And we will see you guys next week um, for no football on the show. For future reference,
2: any show that Derek's on, we gotta rename the episode from just three guys to just three guys and one cock. Shout the cock oh, no, co- by ninety.
1: Not. <laughs> hey, look, look. Early college football prediction. Shane Beamer is gonna get these boys right. We are going to contend for the SEC East. We are winning fuck? at least seven games. All right.
2: On that note, hey, Derek drowning. He can't million? come back. Derek can't uh, come back no gone. more. We Q, <laughs> Q hit <laughs> us. Q hit hey,
0: us with your joke. Keep us with your joke. Keep this. Uh, by 90. I'll i no. got a
3: joke tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Um, Let me think Uh, Thomas' favorite instrument to play is the the ham bone I don't know that (laughs) Didn't you already say that (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god Alright we'll see y'all next week Alright love you mama